What's up, everybody? Welcome to Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I am a through hiker. I am a peak beggar. I am a huge hiking nerd. You all know that so well at this point. This is going to be a great episode. I have a conversation with Jacob Younger, who I actually met on the Northville Placid Trail. He happened to come rolling up with his friend Tyler to a shelter that Flossie and I were staying at. And, well, I will uh, save the rest of the story for the episode because we talk about it a little bit. Jacob has done a ton of stuff. We talk a little bit about Pennsylvania and all the random little through hikes they have over there, which is not something you think about when you think of Pennsylvania. We talk about his newly formed gear company called Riganit Gear, which is uh, really, really cool. It's it's always cool for me to hear a story of somebody just kind of like taking a jump into the deep end of like trying to start a new business like that. So I think that's really cool. And he also hiked the Appalachian Trail in 2019. So he's just a big old hiking nerd just like me. And we kind of just go all over the place. So Jacob, when you hear this, I would love to do another episode sometime soon. And thank you so much for coming on. Folks, we're going to keep this intro short. I feel like I say that pretty much every single week at this point, but I appreciate you listening. Thank you for being here and maybe leave a five-star review on iTunes. Actually, definitely do that if you want to help support the show. That's it, folks. Let's get into the episode number 104 with Jacob Younger. episode number 104 I think it is of trail tales I am here with Jacob Younger who also has a trail name it's Buckeye and uh yeah he's done a bunch of a bunch of stuff he's done the AT he's done why am I even I shouldn't even be the one explaining this I should let him speak for himself so uh, Jacob, thank you so much for taking the time to do this stupid podcast. I really appreciate it, and I am stoked to have you on. Thanks. It's, it's good to talk to you again and not be soaking wet this time. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Um, we'll get into that. We'll get into that in just a second, the story of how we met each other. Uh, but first, why don't you give a uh, actual introduction, unlike the one I just tried to do there. Uh, tell people who you are, what you've hiked, um, talk about the gear, talk about you're yeah all that stuff yeah yeah word yeah yeah so um i'm jacob younger uh trail named buckeye um the biggest hike i've done is i did the appalachian trail um in 2019 uh january 1st to july 4th oh shit Um, i didn't know you started on january 1st that's gnarly oh yeah yeah it was i'll ask you some (laughs) questions about that in a few minutes for sure um other than that um i've hiked some the loyal sock trail the black forest trail the loggers path that's like the pennsylvania triple crown i feel like um of backpacking loops um i've done the salkentate trek in peru it's like a 50 mile trail to machu picchu that was a really fun adventure um and then most recently the biggest through hike i've done is the Northville Placid Trail. That's where me and Kyle actually met. Yes, it was. It was a good time. Um, damn, okay. I should have done a little bit more homework, to be honest, <laughs> because uh, I guess I kind of knew about a lot of the random trails in Pennsylvania. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, we'll get into it more later, but talk about um, your gear, your gear company, too. 
Yeah, so um, when I was getting ready to hike the Appalachian Trail, it was kind of a goal of mine for a while. I think that's the case for a lot of people. Um, and then when I'd finally, you know, settled down on a date or a time frame that I was thinking about doing it, couldn't wait to get started. Um, and in my consumption of YouTube videos and, you know, reading hiker, ultralight hiker books and stuff, um, I came across like the whole concept of making your own gear as a way to um, kind of lighten your pack for not as much money, which I think if I look back at it, I probably spent more money on the gear, like with <laughs> materials and testing and all that, but it wasn't upfront as much. Um, it was more fun though, I'm sure. Oh yeah. And it was, it was something to do, you know, while I was waiting to hike the trail. Cause I was really anxious to get going. I was, I was dying, you know, working the, doing the nine to five thing. And like, it was, it was something that was really fun for me to, you know, feel like I was preparing and getting ready for the trail. Um, I started with um, a quilt, like a synthetic, um, like a summer quilt. Uh, I saw Backcountry Banter on YouTube. He does a really good video of how to build one of those. Um, and the way he like presented it, I was like, I could definitely do that. Like, And then so my mom told me how to, you know, get the sewing machine going, how to thread the needle and do a, do a straight, go back and forth, all that. Um, and then I was kind of from there just, you know, messing with things and trying stuff for myself. Um, so I, I'd made, you know, like fanny packs, backpacks, um, rain pants, rain mitts. Um, didn't make a tarp cause I was afraid that I would screw that up and I would get wet because of that. Um, so I had a decent amount of homemade gear that I brought, um, when I started the trail. Um, and I really enjoyed like making this stuff cause like I, I was working as an engineer, um, designing stuff, um, like water, uh, like wastewater treatment, not wastewater, mm. um, like water runoff treatment kind of stuff, but it kind of sucked to like design stuff and then go tell another guy, okay, here's what you build it, you know? And I wasn't yeah. creating anything. Um, so it was really cool to like, you know, on this journey of sewing gear to like really be able to make good looking stuff and, and be proud of it because when i started it was it's really horrible i'd I would always <laughs> be impatient and you know rush through things have zigzag stitches and all and oh, tensioning sure. and all that well that's why like so, i that's one of the reasons why i invited you on the show because i've always been curious about the people who like start making their own gear and i guess to be clear to everybody listening um it's called it's called rigging it right yeah rigging it gear or it, rig it's it's a uh, it's in i guess if i just butcher this then please cut me off but um it's not like a like a full-fledged like you know thing yet yet no, right yet. you're still kind yeah. of just uh i mean i don't really know exactly what you're doing yet but um yeah it's not like it's not like a I, i'm trying to say this without like sounding like like offending i, you. I still have a day job <laughs> yeah exactly um so the reason I invited you on the show is be, or one of the reasons anyways, is because I just think it's cool to, I, I, I'm curious to learn about someone who's kind of like taking that plunge into making their own gear. And it's like, I could invite someone who works for like, a, like a company or something like that, um, on the show and have them talk about it, which, you know, I, I kind of want to do, and I probably will do at some point. Um, but this is more of like a, uh, again, I'm, I'm I'm fucking this up, but it's like it's just like one like one guy kind of like learning the ropes. It's kind of what it seems like to me, at least. Is yeah, that, is that accurate? Um, yeah. So, so like, I, I didn't get a lot of people that design for these companies. Um, you know, have like an apparel design degree or something. 
um, or been trained in pattern making and stuff. And I'm pretty much starting from square one, just learning from YouTube and um, just using cardboard for my tracing shapes and stuff. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're building up. We have some designs and stuff. We're going to try to run a Kickstarter eventually on. Um, so that's what I'm working on, but I also still sell a lot of other stuff for myself. It's, it's really empowering, um, to be out there in the woods, facing the elements, doing something that most people would, like don't even would be scared to do is go on a backpacking trip or whatever. And then the other, the next level of all this stuff I made. So if it fails, like this, you know, <laughs> there's the responsibility there. There's no, there's no customer service to complain to if you, if you fuck it up. Um, exactly. That's, that's cool. And, and just for the record, uh, I've, I've like never, obviously like never used any of his gear. So it's not like I'm, I mean, it's probably pretty clear to everybody listening, but I'm not like endorsing like the gear company or whatever, but just for the one guy who's listening that thinks I'm like getting paid for this shit, that's not what's, what's happening. I, I just think it's cool. Cause like, I'll be honest, I've never, I've never really had a desire to make my own gear, but every time I've, I've like heard about stories of people who have, there's always like a bunch of questions that go through my head. Um, so I think I think uh, I think we'll have a good chat about that uh, in a little bit. But first, I kind of wanted to go through the story of how we met each other because it's like this kind of it's kind of funny. Um, oh yeah. So everybody listening, hopefully you've heard my uh, Northville Plastic Trail episode, which w- would have been back in like October that it came out. Probably I have no idea what number it was. Um, but uh, in that episode, or if you watch the video on YouTube, you probably know that it rained a lot and shit. Um, part of the hike, a lot of the hike wasn't super great. And it's funny because I met Jacob and, oh man, I can't, I can't remember his name. What, what was your buddy's name Tyler. again? Tyler. Tyler, yeah. Um, Tyler Hershey, is that what it is? Yeah. I follow him on Instagram. I call okay. him Hershey, so. Hershey, okay. Well, anyways, I met these two guys, uh, or Flossie and I met these two guys Right when we were at like the fucking, like the the thick of the shitty weather, basically, I think it was like our third night or fourth night, maybe, and it was the day that like shit had really kind of started to hit the fan in terms of weather, and so we had hiked through rain all day, and we got to this lean-to, I think it was West Canada Creek lean-to or something like that, um, in uh, West Canada Lakes, which is one of the most remote parts of the Adirondacks, I mean... That is one of the most remote parts of the entire state of New York, for that matter. Like, you're way the fuck out there. And so, we didn't really expect to see anybody. And so, you guys came rolling in, like, just before dark, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not that we were like, like oh, like we don't want to share the lean-to or whatever, but, like, I'm sure you've had experiences, too, where, like, you have the, the lean-to kind of locked down, and then somebody else shows up, and you're like, oh, I got to move my shit, like... It wasn't the end of the world, but it was just kind of like that deal. I think Flossie was already asleep. Um, and then naturally the next thing in my head was like, okay, hopefully these guys aren't like weird as shit because we're like, like we're stuck <laughs> together, like way out here. And like, I did not think we'd see anybody. Um, and pretty quickly I realized, I was like, okay, we're definitely going to get along with these guys because they're basically the same vibe as, as we had going on. Um, so that, that worked out, but I guess we pretty much just went to bed anyways, but that was kind of funny. Um, and then the funniest thing for me, which I don't even know if you remember this, but the funniest thing for me, and Flossie still kind of gives me shit for this sometimes, is the next morning, because you guys rolled up like it was just after dark. Um, yeah. So like you couldn't really see us. And mm. I think it was, I can't remember which one of you made the comment 
um, about like, oh, they don't tell you about this on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Was that you? <laughs> no, I think that was Hershey. That was Hershey. Okay. Well, he, we were just kind of complaining and you know, just small talk about the weather and how much it sucked to hike in the rain or whatever. And and uh, Hershey made a comment, I guess he was, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something like, oh, you know, they don't, they don't tell you about the weather like this on YouTube or something like that. Just a joke <laughs> like that. And um, obviously I wasn't going to like say anything because I feel like if you're like being like, oh yeah, well I've I have a YouTube channel like that, I just sound like fuck prick, obviously, and uh, I wasn't trying to do that. So you know, it, I mean, it was a funny joke, so I just kind of laughed it off or whatever. And then the next morning, once the sun came up and once we started to wake up and shit, uh, he recognized me from <laughs> from the YouTube channel. <laughs> and uh, this is the thing Flossie gives me shit about because you're uh, he he said. Um, Hey, are you Kyle hates backpacking I know, instead of Kyle hates so hiking? Funny. <laughs> and we both we both thought that was that too. <laughs> we both thought that was really funny. So uh, it was a it was a wholesome experience all around though. And uh, not gonna lie, it kind of like lifted uh, at least my spirits um, because we were, I mean, we were in the thick of it at that point, and so it was just good to. We didn't really interact with many hikers on that trail just because there's not that many people on it. So it was a it was a nice little change of pace. So um. Yeah, that's the story of how we met. I don't think I left out any... I don't think I spared any details there. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I'm glad... All right, so I'm glad... When you said, like, when we showed up, you were like, oh, man, there's people here. Because right when, we, when I saw your backpacks hanging, I was like... Because the way that that section worked out is we had passed, like, two other yeah, lean-tos. Yeah, And I was like, nah, dude, like, we're we're in it already. Let's, let's push our... Like, let's get to the next one. Like, we can do this. Um, and I saw your backpacks and I was like, damn it. And I was said it pretty loud and I was like, oh, they probably heard that. <laughs> I, I didn't then, hear so it. We, I didn't hear it. <laughs> all right, that's good. And we shuffling. And it's funny cause like, um, my friend, my friend Hershey's like, he's all about the Facebook groups and stuff and research. And he was, he was going crazy researching it. I didn't really research the trail that much at all. I was like, whatever, I'll just show up and hike. Um, cause I, you know, a little more experience than him, I guess. Um, but he, he was like. He he had followed you on YouTube. I didn't know about your YouTube. I'd listened to this podcast before, but uh, I didn't realize I'd never followed your YouTube. And uh, he's like, "Dude, I think Kyle hates hiking is coming to the trail." Because oh, I think he had oh, seen you. He mentioned you this a- actually. Yeah. Yeah, he had like seen you asking about some water source or something. He's like, "Dude, we might meet him." And I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, dude, you didn't even recognize him when we got there. You didn't recognize <laughs> you till the morning." I mean, to be fair, it was like dark, and we, it was. I, I don't think I really stayed up much longer after you guys were there. Fossey was already asleep, I think. Yeah, but... he was in the corner. I was like, "That was funny." Yeah, it was funny. But... That's so funny, and I remember like. Uh, well, actually, I got a bunch of thoughts there on what you said. So, like, first of all, for people listening, what he meant by, like, there was a bunch of lean-tos they passed, he doesn't mean, like, earlier in the day. He means, like, like pretty, like, like a bunch of lean-tos pretty close to the one we like stayed at. Like a mile. At. There's, like, yeah, a like bunch of a lean-tos within, like, a mile or two there. So, like, they could have stopped at one of the other ones and probably had one by themselves, but they kept going. Um, and it was kind of funny because we basically did the opposite of what you just said. We were planning on going past that lean-to. Um, and staying at one of the other ones, you know, a mile ahead, a mile ahead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were just feeling lazy and we just stopped at the first one that we, that we, that we found basically, um, our reasoning being, we were like, oh, okay, we know this one's empty. So like, why risk it? <laughs> <laughs> not that it matters. You know, it's just eight person lean to There's four of us in there. Not a big deal at all. But, um, I guess you tend to take up a lot of space when there's four like oh, yeah. soaking when you're wet. wet. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Soaking wet hikers in there. 
Um, yeah, we hadn't camped with any, like we didn't, we'd seen a couple, I guess, northbounders, but we didn't camp with anybody. We didn't even talk to anybody. So I, was, I wasn't even thinking about like that we would have to share a shelter. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, I don't think we, I don't think we did except for that night. There was a, I'm trying to think. The whole trail's a blur. There was, there was our very first night, there were some people at the same campsite, but we didn't stay in the shelter. So I think that was the only time we stayed at shelter. Because, I mean, it's not a, as people have probably heard me say a thousand times at this point, uh, it's not a super, like, popular trail. It's not like nobody's hiking it, but it's not, like, super popular. Um, but it was, it was all right. How was, uh, how was the rest of your, rest of the uh, hike after we kind of because i guess that's another thing i should mention is you guys were going southbound and we were going northbound yeah so it was like two ships passing in the night basically um so we never saw you again after that night Uh, how was the rest of your hike there it was good um we had the rain continued the next day and like i was getting beat up by it i was like I just was hating. I was like, "Why? Why are we doing this?" It sucks. Like, I, I it hate was the rain. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't wearing was like I didn't bring rain pants. Too. Yeah, like I if I had worn rain pants, I probably would have been a lot more happy. But I didn't have them. I was just wearing shorts, and it was like I don't know. It was in the forties, I think, and raining. Like it sucked. And uh, we we went to that um, restaurant afterwards because i was like i mean her she were kind of like both like hinting at the idea that maybe we should stay at there's like a, a motel yeah, there yeah and we we were like all right so we had that as our goal and like we we powered through and then we were like all right let's just eat dinner at the restaurant and then we'll go get a, a motel and uh like the owner was like gone and we couldn't like get a hold of them like and it, so we couldn't stay at the motel that's some it's, small so like, town shit right there like, oh yeah they're, they're just gone like their business yeah, just is just like sitting there, there and they're, <laughs> they're just not even open and like the 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 one lady from the restaurant was like oh i'll call him and then but they didn't pick up or whatever so we like went like 100 feet into the woods and just like set up off the road i was like so oh, nice was, like i'm nice. not hiking anymore today that's some hiker just, trash shit it's probably yeah, probably a violation of uh some camping rules but i was like oh, i don't care whatever <laughs> um but uh yeah and then the, it got the weather got nicer after that and we um I don't know, we did like a 20 some mile day and then finished with like 11 um but yeah it was it was really fun it was great to be with my buddy on his like first we'd done like a 60 mile trail before but like first thing a week in the woods and he really? was really happy to finish yeah that's actually pretty sick i i'm not going to lie you guys were in better spirits than we were i i thought at least on that you know when we when we met i remember you guys rolled up and maybe just because you're so like so excited to finally make it to camp or whatever but you guys like seem pretty stoked um so yeah, soaked I think and we were just stoked, happy to, but yeah exactly <laughs> um we, we were just happy to be there i think like if if you tracked my mental like if you'd met me like two hours earlier i would have been in a totally different mood like <laughs> that day like wore me down and like I was just, I think the decision to hike the extra mile, I like, I felt really good about myself. I was like, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Way to push it. So like, I, I was starting to feel good about myself. Yeah. And um, you must have obviously we knew you were in. close too. So yeah. So that, that like helped a lot. And I was, I was just so happy to be like not getting rained on. So, and it was cool to meet other people that hiked the AT. Like I, you don't really meet, I don't really meet too many people that have hiked the trail. Yeah. So it's. It's always good to kind of you can like instantly relate to somebody who's, oh, yeah. who's done that for sure so that's that's good for sure um you hiked in 2019 is that correct correct yeah was that like your how much like backpacking experience did you have before uh your at through hike 
Um, I've done a, like a bunch of weekend trips, a bunch of overnights, just camping whenever I could. Um, the longest trail we did, I did before that was, um, I hiked from, uh, what you call it? Harper's Ferry in West Virginia to Duncannon on the Appalachian Trail. So it's like 120 some miles. So that was like a week long trip I had done and I, I loved it. I love meeting the other hikers and stuff. And that's when I was like, yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely going to do this one. Mm. Um, and then like I did the, the other longest trail I did before that was the Loyal Sock Trail in Pennsylvania. It's like 60 miles and that was, that's a really cool trail. I, I, I love that one. Um, so you had like a decent amount of experience before you hit the AT then you, you weren't one of those people that would just like, like, like my friend Flossie, he had never backpacked before in his life. Oh and gosh. then he found it like I, and I know like this happens to lots of people. So like, it's not, it's not like it's rare by any means, but like, it's still just that that shit fucking blows my mind like I yeah can't even i have imagine. a ton of respect for the people <laughs> that do that you meet characters like that all the time on the trail that it's like they don't know they don't know what they're doing they have like crazy heavy gear and they're like still hiking faster than me and i'm like <laughs> respect i don't know I, dude I, like, i've seen every... you i've seen you like at least on instagram like it seems like you've done some pretty some pretty like fast and intense hikes and shit so i wouldn't i wouldn't sell yourself too short there well, yeah, well, I, see, the problem is, I like, I I've always feel like I could have hiked the trail faster, but, like, my body just, like, wouldn't let me. But if I have to push it for, like, a weekend or, like, two days, like, I, I can go. Um, Didn't it's, you? It's there's just there's just one, sorry to cut you off there, but there's just no, one good. the other, like, like, not very long ago, like, a couple weeks ago, maybe, that I feel like I remember seeing on, on your Insta. It was something stupid, like... Do you, does that ring a bell? Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. It was, we did the Baytona Trail in New Jersey, which is like 54 miles. I don't know. The information on it's not Did you do it good. in one shot? Yeah, we did it in like 18 hours Damn, or something. Damn, dude. That's fucking crazy. That's but like yeah, ultra that was, marathon. That's like borderline ultra marathon shit. Yeah, because well, we didn't bring any like camping stuff or anything. And it's Hershey's friend's fault. Cause like he, he's, we wrestled in college. And so like he has friends, a friend from home who also wrestles and like wrestlers are nuts. And like, we've just formed this little crew that like, you know, every couple months we just go out and like send it for a day and just kill ourselves. Like, um, I didn't go on this one, but the same guys I was with, they did the black forest trail in Pennsylvania, which is like 40 miles, like 8,000 vert, um, pretty crazy trail like i've done it in two days and that almost broke me and they did that in one in like i think they just the one kid finished in 20 hours and then hershey and cole finished it in like 23 and a half damn um dude 23 hours straight of hiking yeah they're nuts like i was supposed to go on that but i like broke my toe the week before backpacking with my dad so I, I crewed for them. I was like driving the truck around, giving them food, the stops and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, they they enjoy pushing themselves like that. I, I'm like, can we just like go hike to a waterfall and drink beer sometime? <laughs> like, can we just enjoy ourselves. I feel that but. for sure. <clears throat> Damn, that's crazy. I never realized how many like little trails in Penn, not even little trails, just like random, actually precisely the opposite, random longer ish trails as in like longer than just like a day hike for most people trails there are in pennsylvania like you think pennsylvania you you don't exactly think of like you know like a bunch of like long distance hiking but i feel like i'm not even going to be able to name them 
a couple of them have been briefly mentioned on previous episodes before, but I feel like almost every time I pull up like YouTube or Facebook or something, I, I see like a, a new trail that exists in Pennsylvania that you could like backpack or through hike for a couple days or whatever. Um, which is weird to me cause it's Pennsylvania. It's not like, I'm not trying to just shit on Pennsylvania, but it just seems like not the place you think of when you think of like long distance hiking. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, here's the problem is everybody hikes the AT and then they come through the AT section in Pennsylvania and they hate it. And then they just, <laughs> they write off the state because the AT in Pennsylvania does kind of suck. There's parts that are fine. Um, but there's like a lot, like the whole middle, I guess, central northern part of the state and then off to the west, I guess, is like, it's all woods. Like, and mm-hmm. there's not mountains. It's like a, it's like a plateau system. So like if you're hiking, your elevation doesn't come from like going up a mountain. It's like you climb up to the plateau. And yeah, that's exactly how I remember it being on the AT in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So like, and and there's not like you don't get. There's some definitely really good views. Like I, I love I love hiking in PA, but it's not it's not the same as the Whites. It's not the same as Colorado. Um, but I don't know. I really I really love it. Probably just because I'm from here, but. And there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of trails you can explore. Um, the problem is if you, some of the ones that are not as well known, like you'll get out there and it'll say online that there's a trail and it's like, there's not a trail here. <laughs> it's oh, all no. bushwhacking <laughs> and like nettles, lots of stinging nettles in Pennsylvania. Um, lots but, of rattlesnakes too. <laughs> yeah, there's, I, that's what like people, people like, like, oh, why do you like hiking in the winter? It's like, well, there's no snakes or bugs or stinging nettles and that that like having to worry about rattlesnakes is kind of it's like a thing you got to pay attention oh, yeah. to there's a shit ton of them over there so you can't listen to music because like you'll think you hear the rattlesnakes or then you won't hear the rattlesnakes and like i remember this one time i was one well, of the first time i did the black forest trail i was like researching it and i looked on instagram for like the hashtag and like the first picture is like a just a pile of rattlesnakes breeding and like that oh, whole God. trip i was like freaking out but we didn't see any that time thank god yeah what are what are some of the trails there i remember a long time ago i had a frozen from outdoor adventures mm-hmm. on here it's like over He's a year ago PA boy and he was talking about i don't even remember the name of the damn trail um something closer to pittsburgh i think but like what are some of the like the and you mentioned a few of them at the top of the episode. Um, what are some of the random? I say random. What are some of the littler through hikes in Pennsylvania that you've uh, that you've done? I'm trying to remember. I know the one you're talking about near uh, Pittsburgh, but I'm it's I'm losing. It I can't. Right now. Somebody's probably like screaming at their their phone right now, being like, "It's this trail." I can't remember. I'll try to find it though. Um, but what are yeah. what are some of the ones that you've done? Um, I've, that one you're talking about, I did a little bit of it when I was younger. Oh, but you, I did you, do the whole you thing. did a part of it. You don't even remember the name. But I don't remember. <laughs> I, there's not a lot of views on it from what I remember. Like, I remember just being, like, upset with my dad because, like, our cousins had come out and, like, there was no, like, cool water. That's what I love when I was little was the water features. But there's no, like, cool views or cool water mm-hmm. features. It was just, like, all woods. So I didn't really like it. Um, but other trails in Pennsylvania. The one, like... The old loggers path is like a 30 mile loop. That's like a great one to take people out. Like if they're starting to backpack, cause it's not too much elevation. Um, the black forest trail is a pretty tough one. That's a loop. How long is um, that one? 
42 miles. That's so cool. There's like so many, there's like more, I hate to say it, but like there's more loops like that and like short little through hikes like that than in Pennsylvania than there is in Vermont, which I guess the states are not even comparable size wise. So it makes I'm, sense. But I've noticed that though about there's like a lot there. hiking in like even New York and Vermont and like New Hampshire, there's not as many, you have these big parks and stuff and you can piece your own loops together, but there's not, um, like these dedicated backpacking loops as much. Yeah. Um, but I'm my favorite to... trail, I gotta give a shout out to in Pennsylvania is the Loyal Sock Trail, 60 miles, um, near Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And that's a really great one because it's long enough that you like, you really feel like you're on it. I did that right after I got the AT. I went and did the Loyal Sock Trail with Hershey. Um, but it's got like great views at the beginning. Um, and there's like a really cool waterfall at the end, the haystack. It's like my favorite part in the place in the world. I really love it. I was there last or this weekend actually hiking in the snow there. Oh, nice. Just a little section of it. But, um, yeah, I love the Loa Sock Trail. I just did a, a deep dive on Frozen's YouTube channel. I think it, I think it was the Laurel Highlands Trail. Yes, yes, that's it. Is yep. that it? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, that's another one too. Yeah, that, that, that's just crazy to me. That one's cool because the shelters have fireplaces. So I'm, I'm like scheming up a, me and my sister might go try to hit that in February because we can make a fire in all the shelters and that'd be really Damn. cool. Damn. So that's that badass. is definitely a good plug for the, that's like a, a for me it would be like a good winter trail. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Pennsylvania, not a place you think of for hiking clearly, but uh, there's a lot there. Um, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, I got to go back to the AT thing because you said at the beginning you started, did I hear January, January 1st, 1st? New Year's Day. <laughs> so like, I don't know if you probably, you're probably not in any of like the t- class of 2021 Facebook groups or whatever, but uh, I am for some reason. And <laughs> there was like this whole drama. I don't even know if it was drama, but just this whole discussion about a a vlogger who had started and made it to like the bathroom. I don't, I don't even remember all the details. I didn't really watch that much of the video. So I'm not trying to just like shit on this guy, but he like, he made it all the way to like the bathrooms at newfound gap. And this was like just a couple days ago. And then he like got like stuck in a snowstorm there and like decided to quit or some shit like that. And uh, that just got me thinking even before this conversation about like people who start like mad early for through hikes on the AT. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ask a really open-ended question. Just how did, how was that starting so early? Like I personally, I wouldn't have ever considered starting that early. So yeah. How, how, how did that go? Obviously it went pretty well. You finished it, but yeah. Yeah. So in the lead up to the trail, I was reading a lot or, not on the Lido, like a couple years, like when I first started getting really into backpacking as like a hobby, I was reading um, Jeff Garmier, um, Free Outside on Instagram. He did a calendar year triple crown and he started the AT in February 1st. And um, he did did the thing, went straight through. Um, and I just, I was following his blog as he was going north and I was like, this is awesome. Like it sounded so intense. He got like a crazy blizzard in the Smokies and like, it just seemed like super badass, like, I don't know. And it, that idea kind of, <clears throat> um, like, just kept playing in my mind and stuff. And there's definitely, like, an overcrowding issue, I guess. There is, a, like, there's a lot of people in the AT when you start. And, like, yeah. I didn't really go out in the woods to get away from people. So I was like, maybe 
be cool to kind of be out there by myself. Um, and a buddy from high school started with me. So we were playing this together. Um, and yeah, we started January 1st. We flew down there. Um, we had like a week of decent weather and then it got cold, cold. And, uh, I don't know. It, it was definitely probably one of the hardest things I've ever done getting through the first two months of just like every, everything you got, you gotta be much more like aware of your system when you're in the cold like that you got to have your filter next to you all the time your batteries your phone yeah yeah um you got sleep with your fuel if you want to make stuff in the morning stuff like that and then the worst is just like every morning uh putting on like frozen stiff boots like you have to or shoes you have to unlace them like loosen them all the way up every night before you go to bed so you can like get your shoe in (laughs) And then, like, you hike a mile or two, and then you can tighten up your laces. But it's, like, I had my, my like, teardown system nailed because, like, from the second you, like, leave your sleeping bag and, like, are in hiker mode, you're just going as fast as you can to get on the trail and warm up. And, like, yeah. <laughs> there was some better cold. Because, like, and I probably could have done a better job of managing moisture and stuff, but it was, like, a lot of times, like, my hiking clothes were soaking wet every night. And, like you're it's 10 degrees 15 degrees and you're putting on all wet clothes and like just hiking as fast as you can to get warm again and like getting water is crazy because your hands are getting wet like i i didn't filter a lot because i was just like didn't feel like squeezing that freezing cold bottle um (laughs) so it was it was pretty intense that's not it was it was awesome to like see at like see the trail in like a unique way all the, you get all the views cause there's no leaves in the way. Um, and you know, we'd be out there for like a week and not see anyone. And that was like, we, I didn't share a shelter till like P- Pennsylvania or Virginia. I forget. Oh wow. Jeez. So like the I first know, half of the trail wrong. almost. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we, the first night there was a guy and then we, there was a night with these two old guys in the Smokies. But other than that, we didn't share a shelter for hundreds of miles thousands yeah. of miles almost that's or not thousands mm-hmm. a almost a th- whatever you know what i'm saying uh yeah. that's crazy dude so i understand then like like that aspect of starting so early but i guess if i feel like if i were to really not want to see other people i would probably rather just go like sobo than mm-hmm. deal with the winter that would have been smarter <laughs> <laughs> i mean you made it so like i'm not knocking it it's like <laughs> I just I just can't fathom that because when I started conditions were like pretty close to perfect I would say. I got some some bad weather later on and stuff. So it wasn't just like a cakewalk, but when I started like, you know, I started late, so I started mid-May. So it's like it was a little bit hot at that point, but it wasn't like the middle of the summer yet, so it wasn't like overwhelmingly hot and you're up in the mountains and shit. Um we got a little bit of rain, but it wasn't that bad. And even when it was like raining a lot, it was still so warm that like it didn't even matter that much. Didn't have to worry about hypothermia or anything like that. Um, so like conditions were conditions were about as good as I could have had them. And I was still like fucking freaking out at the start. So I can't imagine. Uh, I can't imagine having like way worse conditions like that and dealing with like the shittiness of the cold, um, and also trying to wrap your head around like oh yeah i'm gonna be doing this for a long long time how did you like kind of deal with that mental aspect i guess were you like thinking ahead at all or were you really just taking it 
like day by day because I feel like sorry this is long I know I'm kind of going on here but um last last thought uh I feel like for me like I would try to take things day by day but when the conditions are bad like that I feel like it would almost be the like the opposite would like help because you need to think like okay these conditions are going to get better eventually so I don't know um I just said a bunch of shit there uh I won't even ask a question just what is what are your thoughts on that that freaking garble is that a word? Yeah, so yeah, probably. I think everybody it is now. <laughs> but um, yeah. So when I was getting ready for the trail, one one advice I read that was like really good was, um, on the trek, it was like write down why you're doing this before you go, aka like really understand why you're out there, and then you'll have you'll have something to kind of fall back on. And like I really didn't. I really hated my job. I really didn't like where my life was after college. Um, I just wasn't really happy. And like, I was picturing, you know, the trail as this like reset for me. And I, I'd known for, you know, for how long I've been just anxious to get out there. I was like, you're out here now. Like, this is what you signed up for. This is, this is what you get. Um, you got to embrace it. And like, I, I had a ton of fun just like, and there was a lot of times that were hard, but I had a ton of fun and like, and there's 40, 50 mile an hour winds in the Rhone Highlands and snow's blowing sideways. And I was just like, this is so badass. Like we are, I'm living it. Like I'm, I'm doing something that's really hard and I'm going to be really proud of this when I finish. And that's kind of just what I thought about. And that got me through, you know, nearly freezing to death every morning, putting my wet clothes on. Mm-hmm. And like, there's nothing better than like a 45 degree day when you've been like in the twenties <laughs> for two, a week or two. Like it's just so much, so much joy of the sun, man. I, I really, really appreciate that stuff. I feel like now cause of that experience and I've done a lot of winter camping and stuff. So before. you're, like, you're, you're ready for it or as yeah, ready as you can be ge- at least. gear wise and like knowing how to use it. I definitely was ready to roll. And when I was, when I was a baby, my aunts would always, like fight like in quotes about who got to hold me because i was like so warm like i was such a warm (laughs) baby and like that's always been the case like i'm very like i sweat a ton when i exercise and stuff so i think i'm like genetically dispositioned a little bit toward that kind of stuff gotcha gotcha and that must be me too then because i also sweat a shit ton when i exercise (laughs) I don't like the cold though. I feel like that's almost worse though because then you're wetter, right? And then once yeah, you stop moving, <laughs> like, I, I suck at uh, like you're supposed to like change your layers and stuff as you go and make sure like you don't sweat out your gear. But I was just in my rain suit and fleece every single day, just like sweating it out, like, <laughs> just going for it. Well, geez, hearing all this from you, it uh, it kind of puts in perspective like the NPT hike then because those are like some of the worst conditions that I've ever hiked in. Uh, but it sounds like for to you, be, it's gotten fair, colder and it's gotten, it's been worse, I guess. That's what it sounds like anyways. Yeah. To be fair, like I'm that, like the low, like earlier in that day before I met you, like I was very upset. Like I was very not happy. It's just because you were probably hung like, over though, right? A little bit. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah, you know, we had a little resupply. Um, but, uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I was just like so cold. And I was like, wow, I've already proved I can do this. Like, why am I doing this again? Um, so it, it never, like, it never gets like easy, but I don't know. You've got a high tolerance for, for pain, I guess, or for cold at least. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Starting in January. Um, and you said you finished in July? Yeah, July 4th. 
So that's... So I got the holidays. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so you, like, not only did you have to hike through the cold then at the start, but you also had to hit, like, New England in, like, mud season or, like... <laughs> Some, yeah, in like black fly season, yeah, which it's not as Don't. bad as the cold, like definitely not, but still like not not the best conditions at all either. So <laughs> it almost well, sounds here, like you got a little fucked around with the with I the definitely conditions. Timed it terribly, like, I, and I'm I'm so dumb. Like, <laughs> I didn't have. I just was using a tarp the whole time. I just used the tarp, and like in the winter, I was just sleeping in all the shelters. And uh, so you don't need a bug net, and like I never picked up a bug net. Oh just, my god! Like, Are I you just serious, went through, dude? Like black fly season. Like this one day in in New Hampshire, like I woke up and my ears were my one ear was like bleeding from the black flies. Like it was crazy. <laughs> and like I could, I looked on Amazon. Like there's a twelve dollar bug net, and I did buy it, but I could have just had that scent. Like I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I guess I like suffering, or like I just wanted it to be as intense as possible. Um, or but I need to harness that. To energy. Yeah, no, I'm, it was like I'm a I'm a very lazy like for for how much I hiked and stuff. I am a very lazy person. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. Oh, geez. Um, let's talk about uh, rigging it a little bit or rig. So you know, you kind of talked about like the origin story a little bit, but um, all right, I'm just gonna jump right in. So the first question I always think of when I'm like hearing about people who have made their own gear and stuff is like what's just like the worst piece of gear that you've ever made like the biggest failure when you're like making your own gear um it was probably the first backpack i ever made i uh i sewed it up out of like stupid light materials but i was just kind of practicing and uh, and i had them left over from my quilt and like i I load up and uh, we were doing a section, me and Hershey actually, we were doing a little bit hiking and I think on the Loyal Sock Trail and um, we get to the, we get to the um, trailhead and my, like I put my backpack on and the one shoulder strap rips out. Like, it just <laughs> it's like totally unusable. And, oh, like, shit. Did you bring a backup? Like I did. I did. I was smart. like, ah, okay. I don't know. Like I'll, I'll like pack this in the car and if at the last minute, if I want to change, I can. And so, I, like, luckily it was that, or I was going to be like, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, you would have been um, screwed. <laughs> but yeah, and that was like, a, that was an ugly pack, man. That was like, I'm like, I think I have it somewhere, but it is, it, it was a, it was a start. <laughs> um, but we've, we've grown from there. Um, so you say we, who else is uh, helping you with it? So it's my buddy from college, um, David Padawarren. Um, we hiked, we did the trip to Peru together. And like when I, when I was on that, um, I remember getting ready. It was me and a couple of buddies went there and he, um, they'd never really backpacked before too much. Um, and I was all like, I had the Google sheets, um, doc shared and I was putting my gear list on, making sure everybody was equipped. And like, when we finally got there and, and, uh, we start hiking, David was like, you know, I get it now younger. Like I get why you love this. Like I, I can see like you're thriving right now. I've never seen this out of you. Like, oh, that's really cool. And, uh, and then like before, when I hiked on the trail, he, he texted me, he's a computer scientist or computer engineer, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, he designed like an app for me to, I could text it and then it would, I could text a number and then it would post a blog 
um directly to like a website so i didn't need internet to blog and he like created that whole mechanism um and uh you know set it up for me so that was cool and, and you know we would talk a lot on the trail and as i was um getting to the end i didn't really know what i was gonna do i just gotten gone through like a breakup so i was like where what do i what do i do like what's the next step in life like i knew i i knew i wanted to start this gear company but i'd you know, I had to get a job first and he yeah. texted me and was like, Hey man, like, I know you're serious about starting a gear company. I would love to be involved. I would love to help out. And he's a really smart dude. He computer and electrical engineering degrees. And like, um, I was like, heck yeah, let's, let's do this. And he, we hike and he's a real big mountain biker and stuff. And he texted me, come out to Colorado and uh, we'll get this going. Um, so that's what I did after getting off the trail and like, you know, messing around for like a month or two. I went out to Boulder and I was, I was living in his, uh, in the basement of where he was at. Um, and so, um, yeah, we, we, uh, where we run the gear company now together and, uh, I, I do like the prototyping, um, and like the testing and stuff and he tests the gear too. Um, but he's kind of been doing a lot of, you know, interacting with suppliers and stuff as we kind of think about like releasing a product line and stuff um have you guys uh have you released anything that people can buy yet not yet we had um well i had fanny packs for sale i sold like a hundred of them but we sold those out and it's just like a regular fanny pack with oh, a zipper that sounds um, that sounds promising though yeah yeah it was and they, they work like i haven't had any returned yet because they broke um but we're our bigger project that i've been working on is trying to design like a modular backpack system where you can have one backpack for all your activities and uh you know and you like can take pockets off and put them back on you can change the straps stuff like that oh um, that's pretty cool actually yeah so you i was using one of the prototypes on the northville placid trail and like through hiker mode um but i go skiing with my pack all the time and I think it'd be good for like rock climbing and or even just like you know, day hiking maybe take yeah some exactly of the, take some of the pockets off i guess that's yeah that's a really cool I, i've never i've never heard anything like that i never thought about that before i like that it borrows from like um kind of like the military bag design and stuff um but it's it's still unique it's i haven't seen it anywhere and i'm i spend way too much time research well probably not too much time but i spend a ton of time researching other packs and following everybody on instagram and reddit and stuff um so i, I don't know it's it's a it's kind of a a white whale of a project that people like i think the general consensus is that like modular bags aren't like good enough at anything to be like they're not good enough at a specific thing to be worth it mm -hmm. um and there's a lot kind of tacky ones out there that like they say they're modular but like you there's like two pockets you can take off or put on it's like not really like my, my system i'm kind of trying to make it like like legos where you could take the pieces and put them different ways and you know depending on how you want to rig it up for your adventure um and then also like you know take it to work and have have like a gym set up a laptop sleeve stuff like that um so that's like the goal and I've been working on it for just about a year now and I finally, I well, I, I like it. I, I've, I mean, I hiked the North Hill Placid Trail with it. I've done a lot of hiking and skiing with them and it, it's working out. So we're looking to make the next steps to like, um, we got approved for a Kickstarter in May on just the fanny pack component of the system. So it'll be a fanny pack that you can 
attach to your bike. You can use it as a fanny pack, a chest pack. You can attach it to the, this one won't be applicable yet, but I can use it as like the brain of my backpack. Mm -hmm. Um, but we haven't released the backpack yet, but, and then, but I think like theoretically you could, like we tested on my, my buddy's Osprey Exos and like it can go on the top. There's a way to attach it and stuff. Um, so it could be used on other packs. Interesting. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're we're launching a Kickstarter in May, on that, and then we're gonna from what we learned from that and uh, um, you know grow from that. We're gonna release the whole uh, backpack system on there. Nice. The fanny packs is easier to do first because it's less involved and like you don't have to pick like what attachments you're gonna release. But um, yeah, I think with the the backpack, it'll be a really cool cool system that'll be useful i didn't want to make like the same backpack that everyone else makes i was gonna say because that's actually a question i was gonna ask you um because like there's so many and this wasn't even the case just a few years ago but it feels like now every time i open instagram there's like a new like ultralight backpack company and so i was that's kind of what i was gonna ask about is like what you were gonna do to try to kind of differentiate yourself a little bit and that sounds that sounds cool honestly oh no you're good go ahead um so like it's all the ultralight backpacks like palante hmg light af um superior wilderness designs all those companies like they're kind of just taking ray jardine's backpack design that he designed in like the 80s where it's like one compartment and then you have two water bottle pockets and then a mesh back pocket for drying and you can i mean people change like shoulder strap thickness and different pockets but I don't know. It's all kind of the same, and I yeah. thought it'd be hard to get into that market because, like you said, dude, every time you open Instagram, there's a new little pop-up shop. And I, I honestly, I would love to make backpacks like that. I think those are awesome. That's the kind of the one I took on the AT was that setup. It um, works. I mean, that's the reason everybody's yeah. <laughs> using it, you know. But I wanted to do something that's like scalable and would have like a future beyond just that like i wanted to be able and i think with this there's a lot of i can still design a lot of stuff after i release the main pack um and so i don't know I th- there's just more t- in it then and it's it's been a really i mean it's taken me forever to really get it down um but it's been a really re- like rewarding process kind of going through that yeah that's awesome i love to hear that i love to hear about the uh the self-starters the grind dude that's a uh, that's sick um, I wish I, you said you were using some of it, uh, when we, when you did the NPT, I wish I had paid more attention. I don't even know if you actually, I can't remember if you told me or not. I think you did while we were out like, there. I, I like mentioned just briefly, passing, yeah, just briefly. but I didn't want to, I, I, I was, I actually, I knew you were Kyle Hates cause I saw your food bag, but I didn't want to like say anything about it. Cause I didn't, I didn't really watch your YouTube that much. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to just like bombard this guy with like oh well you're a youtuber here's my pack <laughs> i've been recognized me? three times ever and one of them was hershey so it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a big deal but i i understand too <laughs> I, yeah i didn't did want to be all up in your face about it so um but yeah i, I took it out that was in the through hiker setup so like nice thick shoulder pads um i actually have like kind of a running vest style harness i've been developing that i really like that i think is unique too um, and then I had like a back pocket and then the water bottle pockets on the side. So it was like in this, like at the backpack I was just talking about, like it was that, that backpack, but just on the modular system. So I could pop all those gotcha. pockets off and take it for whatever. So, I wish I had uh, paid closer attention. Although I guess in the state that I was in, I was just in like, try not to 
fucking quit this trail mode so i probably probably wasn't (laughs) being i wasn't really in like nerd out about gear mode like i am now but um that's cool though dude that's cool um we're kind of getting towards the end here so we'll probably we'll get into the story in just a second i feel like i feel like i i should ask you another question about the gear though um so like you you honestly you might have answered this next one at the beginning briefly but uh like can you just like list or like go through like all the different things you've made at this point even 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 things that like you're not gonna pursue just like i'm just curious more just in terms of like personally like the things that you've tried to make at this point um so both successes and failures or any of that stuff uh what's that what's that journey been like yes i I started with um synthetic overquill uh, that was like my first project. Um, that actually, I, st- I use that on the Appalachian Trail. I still use it as my part of my cold weather system as my overquell. It's ripping up a little bit, but that's what Tenacious Tape is for. Um, so I made that. Um, made a couple failed backpacks that I didn't like. Um, what I, um, from there, I made uh, rain pants. I made um, rain mitts. I made a puffy jacket for my friend. That was really hard. It took me like four days of like after work working till like 12 at night sewing. And then like, um, but, but it was really warm. Um, and then let's see what else I made. I made hammock, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, hammocks are reckless. Cause like if they fail, you fall. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't use that one really. Um, I made, uh, I modified a bug net I got I mean, after the AT. I was like, I need a bug net. So I got one and then I added a zipper to it. Um, let's see. I made a bunch of fanny packs. Um, I made a wallet. Um, trying to think what else I'm forgetting here. The thing I made recently that I love is I made a pair of ski bibs. Um, cause I didn't have any, I, I really wanted some ski bibs cause everybody in like the, the bibs on the mountain looks cooler than me. And then I was looking online and they're expensive. So I ordered a pattern and made them myself. Um, that's probably what I'm most proud of right now, but that's that's probably recency bias. Um, and I made a tarp, like a nine by nine tarp that I took out last weekend for the first run. I, I made the tarp leap um, and I'll probably do a tent next. Um, probably do like a duplex clone or something like that. Maybe some with a removable bug net. So you haven't done a tent um, yet? No. That's sick. Because I'm always scared that it'll leak. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to get yeah. wet. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. Well, I you're gonna have to keep me updated. We'll have to I'll have to have you back on sometime yeah, after you've uh after you've built some built the tent. I'm 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 pretty curious about that, honestly. And we'll hear if you got uh if you got soaked or not. Um I'm yeah. sure I'm sure you'll be fine, especially now that you just have more experience like building shit yeah. too. Yeah. Um, no, I'm definitely much better sewer than when I started, like that must have been I, kind of intimidating when you first started, just being like, like the very first time you like, like, all right, I'm gonna try to fucking like make something <laughs> like with a sewing machine. Like, I don't even, I I know nothing about how any of that construction works. So, at least it seems intimidating to me. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of and like there's there's like these tensioning stuff you got to get right on your machine that I didn't I didn't know about at all. I just figured oh, I'd put it on five or whatever and go, and like my stitches would. <laughs> Your stitches would like look wrong and I would have no idea how to like change it or anything. So just keep sewing. Um, and 
yeah it's uh, and then like the job i've been working lately is like as a painter and like a carpenter and um i've actually gotten a lot of good tricks from being like working as a carpenter on how to like build stuff and make it look nice and stuff so that like i don't know it's kind of it's it's a process it's like anything else you just if you spend time with it eventually you'll get pretty good yeah yeah so i've been plugging away nice man that's cool to hear uh let's uh let's do some story time end of the episode uh i gave you a decent uh, like a c plus b minus on the heads up for my (laughs) part so that's not like it's not the worst i've done worse it wasn't like right before yeah it wasn't like exactly so um you said you had a story yeah yeah so i got a good one um so this was um towards the end of my appalachian trail hike i like i'm in the hundred mile wilderness and i'm you know i'm trying to trying to haul ass through there i I did it in like three days like i've been kind of slow in new hampshire and maine like they really beat me up like in southern maine um and i really wanted to finish on the fourth because my my dad and my sister were able to meet me on the fourth at Katahdin and like after that wouldn't have worked out as well. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm waking up at like five and hiking till like nine and just ripping it. And, uh, like the night before, like my trekking pole broke. And then, um, the next day, like my one strap on my backpack started coming off and luckily somebody had a safety pin I could borrow and I like stitched it up and like, I I wasn't like at the end of the hike, man, I wasn't eating right. Like I was just having Snickers bars is like all I could stomach. Like I was like a car coming into the, like the end of the race and it's just like spitting gears and stuff. Like I was, I was just coming into the end, but I I'm walking through the hundred mile wilderness and I remember just checking my gut hooks and I had like 50 miles to go. Like I remember noticing that mm-hmm. and um, I'm walking through all the mosquitoes and stuff and I see this like this family of bears up ahead like it's a baby and like or a mom and like two cubs i think i don't remember how many cubs there were i was worried about the mom so i do what you do you yell and holler and bang stuff um and hope they go away and i'd never i wasn't i'd seen a bear in new jersey that was pretty close and like i did that and it went away and i wasn't like too worried i've interacted with them in the back country and like not really afraid of a black bear mm-hmm. necessarily um, so I do that and it, it, I do all my yelling and it, it wanders or kind of goes away. They ran away. So I keep hiking and like, I don't know, a couple minutes later, the bear's back, but she's like angry this time. Oh no. And, um, I'm like, oh man. So I start yelling and doing my thing and all of a sudden it starts running towards me and, uh, <laughs> it probably got to like 10, 15 feet away and like it gets up on its hind legs and is like making bear noises and i'm like freaking out i'm like walking backwards trying to get away and uh it keeps like every time i like will go back a little it comes up a little bit and i was like i had the thought like oh it's it's marking its territory like it's trying to scare you and i had i had this like moment of like no like i'm not gonna be pushed around like i'm almost in this trail i've been through so much i have I just freaking broke my trekking pole. My pack's falling apart. Like, <laughs> got to meet my parents. Like, I'm not going to get pushed around. And um, so I just, like, grabbed this stick on the ground. It was, like, a decent size, like, log thing. And I just screamed as loud as I could, and I ran at it. And uh, oh, it shit. turned around and took off into the woods real fast. And, like, 
don't know i was on cloud nine after that <laughs> i was like i just felt like such a tough guy um oh and, man like, that's crazy i was like you picked the wrong hiker to mess with like i'm not gonna back to- i don't know what i would have done if i had gotten to the bear this was all like instincts <laughs> yeah and, like, yeah caveman taking over so like I-, I didn't really have a plan i had a knife somewhere in my pack um but it was not readily available but i was like this bear is just messing with me and i'm not gonna be messed with so i ran it off and i was like skipping basically for the rest of the day <laughs> damn that's crazy oh it's been a while since we've had a good bear story on here i feel like uh fuck yeah well i'm glad uh i'm glad it turned out okay i'm glad you showed that bear who's boss uh oh yeah that's fucking awesome dude (laughs) thank you so much for doing this man i really appreciate it Um, yeah thanks for having me on we're gonna have to do another one for sure why don't you plug uh I mean, I know you got your Instagram, but I know you got the the gear, the gear Instagram too. So websites, plug all that stuff. Plug whatever, whatever you want to plug. The the floor is yours. Cool. Um. So my personal Instagram is at the real J Youngs. So it's at it's the real, and then the letter J Y O U N G S. Um. And then my Reagan at Gears Instagram is Reagan at Gear R I G G I N i-t-g-a-r um i try to i don't know i'm not very good at social media i'm still working on it but i try to post like when i go on hikes and when i'm testing gear when i'm selling stuff i try to get get some content out there so it's not like it's not like the curated uh you know best stuff but it's it's i feel like it's real and you kind of get an idea of what's going on with the company um we have a um we have a YouTube channel. If you just Google uh, Rigging It Gear, or I'll look up Rigging It Gear. We have a couple videos um, from last year of me just kind of talking about like what I want to do with the pack prototype. Um, we're going to try to, as we launch, ramp up to this Kickstarter, we're going to try to put out more YouTube content. And um, I, re- I do want to start a podcast, make it the Rig Cast. Um, but I haven't, I've recorded one episode and I hated it. So <laughs> we'll go back to the drawing board That's on right. that one. You got to start somewhere. Have, That's what happened oh, with yeah. my very first YouTube video. I fucking never, I filmed it and I never looked at it, never edited it, didn't even take it off my camera or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like sewing. It's like anything, you know, just got to do it a couple of times and then eventually you'll get the hang of it. Exactly. So exactly. I just got to take that first step. So, you know, you um, know, you'll get it. But I'll have the, I'll have um, the links to that. And then the, our Kickstarter, I think we have a pre-launch page. I don't know how to get to that yet, but I'll. Make sure it's on our uh, like link tree on the Rigging It Gear page and my page too. Um, and if you go to the um, Rigging It Gear page, we have a bonfire uh, sales campaign or whatever where you can um, get some Rigging It merchandise. I got like a crew neck and a t-shirt on there. Um, so if you want to rep Rigging It. Um, but all this is kind of building towards our Kickstarter in May. Um, and if you can find your way to my Instagram, you can find your way to everything else from there. I feel like I don't, we're going to, I think we're going to start like a Twitter too, but we'll see about that. Um, but yeah. Nah, fuck Twitter. <laughs> Twitter sucks. I mean, no one's going on Twitter for hiking stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, All right. Um, um yeah. Dude, thank you so much. This is, this is a really fun episode. Um, that's going to do it everybody. Thanks for listening and, uh, yeah, have a good one. <laughs>